Hi everyone, welcome to the first episode of TBCT, Two Brothers Commenting About Things. This is Joe Schneier. And this is Yash Schneier. And today is our first episode. We don't really know how this is going to work. We're here speaking to you from the great state of Hawaii in the United States of America on July 4th. We're feeling so patriotic today, aren't we, Yash? Yes, we're feeling very patriotic. Absolutely. So, recently, we're going to start off with a few things just to lay out of what we're going to be talking about today. So first, um, we're basketball boys. We've been brought up in playing basketball. Maybe the lottery. We'll talk about the draft lottery. I guess we'll talk about the draft lottery. We'll talk about FIBA um, because we know the qualifiers have been happening recently. And then I guess we can transition into music or just whatever, wherever this conversation takes us. There'll be debates. There'll be some healthy arguments. There'll be some agreements. We're just going to see how this goes. Yeah. So um, we're just going to run with it and see how it works. So, Yash, you can go ahead and bring up the first topic. Um, so, I guess we'll start off with the lottery. Uh, the lottery, it sucks for Thunder fans. They had a terrible, terrible lottery. So, to set it clear, five, to yeah. set it clear from the get-go, we are Bulls fans. Bulls the fans, Chicago yeah. Bulls. Um, and, obviously, we are not too happy. So, to lay out how the lottery went down. I can check it real quick. Yeah, you can check it. But, I can Pistons guarantee you here. right now, the Pistons got the first pick. The Rockets got the second pick. Who got the third? Cavs. Cavs got the third. And then the Raptors got the fourth. And, you know, whatever. But I just know the Bulls did not retain their pick because of the Nikola Vucevic trade, which required us to give up our pick to the Orlando Magic. Unless it was top four protected. We were hoping that it would get to the top four anyway so we could get some sort of guard, but didn't yeah, work out that no, way. No, but the thing is, I'm not too sad about that because if we just traded the eighth pick, which is what we got... And the players that we traded for Vucevic right now, I would be happy with that trade, right? So yeah, like, I, there's no, there's no, like, depending on how it would change, um, it wouldn't really matter to me. So, like, to start it off, let's just look at, like, the prospects that yeah. were possible. So, there's Cade Cunningham. Obviously, every team wants him. He's going to be the prize at the lottery. He's definitely go first. He's yeah. going to go first to the Pistons. Hopefully, he has a great career. Um, next, we have Evan Mobley, center. You know, he's a definitely a good consolation go, prize. Joe thinks he's going to go to uh, the Rockets. I mean, Joe thinks he's going to go to the Cavs, I think. Yeah, I feel like he's going to... No, not even the Cavs. I could see him falling, like, pretty far just because of fit. Um, but he's definitely not going second in my eyes. I could see the Rockets picking a shooting guard over him. Because with Christian Wood, it doesn't really make sense. But we'll get back to that. So, Evan Mobley's the other prospect. There's Jalen Green. There's Jalen Suggs, there's Jonathan Kuminga, and then there's a big drop-off, dude. Yeah. Like, I don't... Scotty Barnes yeah. is it. Like, I mean, like, Scotty Barnes is cool and all, but he's the freshman out of Florida State. But at the end of the day, these are all replaceable players that... at the It's not something to lose sleep over. So as a Bulls fan, I'm not, you know... Too sad. Yeah, I'm not upset. Well, obviously I'm upset, but I'm not, like, disappointed. Yeah, I mean, it would have been amazing to get the top four pick. I mean, we could have... If we got Cade, it would be amazing. If we got Jalen, I mean, if we got anyone at that top four area, it would have been really helpful. But I'm sure that there would be something else in 2022 where we have to make sure that we... Do we have our pick next year? We have our pick next year. I don't think we have it in 2023. But it won't even matter because we're going to be gonna a playoff, playoff team. team. Yeah. Definitely going to be a playoff team next year. Full experience. We're going to probably sign... Well, we can talk about free agency as well. Yeah. Um, I hope the Bulls will sign Lonzo. If not Lonzo, so what's your what's your max salary you're willing to pay Lonzo Ball per year? I would max. I would pay him twenty mil. 
twenty mil um, uh, on the bull on the bulls though. On the bulls, yeah. So let's look at the salary cap. Nicola is being paid the max right There's now. There's no way Nicola's the max. He is. Oh wait, the Zach magic. Will also have to be paid the Zach will have to be paid the max. No, yeah, We're gonna have to pay Pat, Aminu. Kobe White. Aminu. Well, Aminu's there for ten, but he's leaving anyway after this year. Yeah. Like, we have no money, and we suck. I don't understand how we have such a terrible salary condition with being such a bad or mediocre team. Even yeah. at full health, we're like a six-five seed at best. Mm-hmm. So there's I think, there's I think, a problem with um, that. What the Bulls need is consistency. Um, as wa- from watching some games throughout the season, uh, there's some games when the Bulls just seem like everything's clicking, but there's some games when one person is just not playing good, and that's usually Zach. And when Zach isn't playing good, the whole offense just slows down, and everything just can't go through Nicola. Right? We saw that at the end of the year when Zach got COVID, and the team couldn't do anything except just give the ball to Nicola and let him shoot mid ranges and post post moves the whole time. So I feel like we need another. Um, cons- we need a- we need defensive consistency as well. We need to be able to grab rebounds and just do the simple things that allow you to be a playoff team. Okay, that's great. I agree with that completely. Um, I feel like one other thing is we need some more rookie talent. Like we've been drafting high for the past four to five years, and we've never had anyone really click. And the main reason we need that is because we need someone on a rookie salary because our salary cap is screwed. If you look at teams like the Dallas Mavericks, um, the Milwaukee Bucks for a while, they had players like Luka and Giannis on long-term cheap deals, which allowed them to bring, or which would potentially allow them to bring other, other potential stars next to those already talented young players. So it. And then you can go into the luxury tax and whatever. Yeah. That's fine. That, see, um, my dream scenario, um, I've always been talking about this, it's getting rid of Lowry and um, getting rid of Lowry in a way that, that could get us DeMar DeRozan. Um, if we could get sign and trade Lowry marketing for DeMar DeRozan in any way and then find a way to free up some cap space for, um, for Lonzo, that would be the best situation for our team. But I think that that's like very rare and it won't really probably happen um and we're still gonna get marco Simonovich next year so that'll also be pretty good so we can also expect a new rookie challenge as well in that area um but yeah we just have to ex- we just have to hope for the future for our rookies to pan out and to play well and we'll see where the bulls go from there yeah so that's on the bull side of the house we see that the nba in general um the finals are coming up we have both the western and eastern conference laid out Suns versus Bucks. And to be completely honest, I'm not very happy with this matchup. I really wanted the Hawks to go. Um, I, I like the I like the Suns versus Bucks matchup um, because in the regular season, uh, both matchups that they had were very close. So you can tell that it's going to be a very good series. They match up very well. It's going to be Chris Paul with uh, Drew Holiday, who's a perfect perimeter scorer, and Chris Paul's an offensive juggernaut, right? Um, you have Devin Booker and Chris Middleton. Um, the only thing that changes things is if Giannis can play. Um, if Giannis can play, I think this could be a very good series for the Bucks. But if he doesn't, I'm very confident in the Suns. So I feel like it could go either way. If the Suns find out a way to, if Giannis comes to stop him, then I think I think DeAndre Aiden could be very important in this series. Because if Giannis isn't there, he can be an 
dominant force on both sides, right? So I think that's something that's very important because the Bucks without Giannis lack um, rebounding and lack interior force. Yeah, I agree, but not really. We saw that the Bucks. I mean, that we're was dominant, Lopez. That was but Lopez. yeah, but like against a team which has Clint Capella and John Collins in the Hawks, and they were missing only Trey Young, and in that game's game five, right? I was watching. We, uh, I'll be completely honest. We barely watch NBA basketball because you know, just whatever. But when it comes to the playoffs, that's the time when we actually watch most games. And I was watching that game five, and I was just shocked. To see how Bobby Portis, Portis, who I'm a Bulls fan, I've seen Bobby, he's been, like, good, but he's incredibly inconsistent, and he's never been that guy to, like, body people in the paint, but Bobby Portis, Brooke Lopez, and, like, the most random no-name players on the Bucks, well, not no-name, but the most, like, mediocre, yeah, role players. players are absolutely dominating a team that have John Almost Collins, Clint Capella, a young Unyeko Kongwu, and they're all just getting bodied. So I have no problem in believing that the Bucks can handle any sort of paint uh, offense without Giannis. But what I do struggle with is just straight-up star power. Yeah. We see that the Suns, they just have too much right now. Yeah. And with they're Chris Paul being kind of injured, yeah, Chris Paul is kind of injured, but he had I a forty-one see, point yeah. game. He's not. He's not really that injured. Yeah, I feel like this. This could be a very quick series, just like last year with the LeBron. But I hope. I hope. I always hope for these playoffs that it's competitive, um, and that's why I hope for Giannis to come back because I feel like if it was if Giannis is there, um, this could be a very, very, very good series that we could watch. Um, and it would be very interesting as well because the matchups are so similar, um, and I just think that this this series could be a very good, good very good finals. And I think for the first time, the majority of the NBA fans don't have one team which they really want to win, unless they're from that area. Right? Yeah. The like it's not like Golden State versus Cavs, right? Like you don't feel so bad if one team wins and one team doesn't. And I think the. I think I saw like a stat that for a lot of people this is their first championship. Um, Chris Paul, Giannis, right? Chris Middleton. This could be their first ring and their first chance of being great, right? And getting into Hall of Fame status. I totally agree on that. So now we're gonna finish up this one. It's gonna be a little bit shorter because we're outside on our balcony in our hotel. And it looks like it's about to rain, so I'm just going to bring up our last topic of today, which is FIBA basketball. Um, recently... <laughs> Great, dude. Okay, so we got some music playing in the background now. Um... Let's just keep on, let's just keep on. Yeah, okay, great. So, um, obviously that's going to be another topic in future episodes, uh, music. But nothing too recent. I mean, there was the Tyler album, but I, I feel like it's been a little bit too long to speak yeah. on that. When new albums come out that are prominent enough for us to speak on, we'll probably talk about it. But so now let's go on to the final topic of today, which is FIBA. We see that I watched the game today, Slovenia versus Lithuania. It was very entertaining. Luka Doncic, man. He, he absolutely just, he demolished looks, like, DeMontis think- Sabonis and Jonas Valanciunas. Yeah. And it was kind of shocking to see how he's really that much better than every other star. <laughs> yeah, in the it's just like it's just like it's so effortless for him. Like, like he he tricks you by like running slowly, 
really just scores on you every single play or he tries to get an assist every single time and sometimes his stats are like sneaky to me like you don't really realize that he gets 10 rebounds or nine assists unless he makes those really flashy passes i think like luca is just one of those players that's going to be a generational talent for this year to come and i really think that for the nba the future is set and there's a lot there's a lot to look forward to as an nba fan and unfortunately the star powered canada team that had uh, andrew yeah. wiggins rj no, barrett no, fortunately thomas Sadaransky. yeah <laughs> so that star powered team lost <laughs> to the superstar, absolute menace to society that is Tomas Sadoransky, our Chicago Bull. And I, I love that I so think, much. I think he got the MVP for um, the qual- for the qualifiers, which is crazy. Um, Over Luka, I don't know if he even deserves that. Yeah. Luka played crazy, but overall, um, that's it for FIBA. Um, we don't have too much to speak on <laughs> on that because, you know, we didn't know Watch too much. Uh, but we watched that one Slovenia versus Lithuania game, and it was quite entertaining. I glanced at the Germany and Brazil one. Um, didn't like that one too much. Uh, one thing I have to say, referees and foul calling, completely different story yeah. in FIBA. And I was very confused at some of the calls. Charges were weird, yes. It looks like some of the stuff I wouldn't even call if I was playing with Yash, and we call everything on each other, <laughs> even if we barely like touch each other. So um, definitely... Not a very good, not a very like flowing game, I would say. Yeah, it's it very choppy. Fouls, it's yeah. choppy, but I, like it's interesting well. to watch. Like yeah, well. it's interesting to watch. So, overall, that's it for our first episode of TBCT Two Brothers Commenting About Things. We will hopefully, we won't be on any schedule, let's be honest here. We're going to be posting whenever we want to post. Um, but when there is a good rap album that posts, <laughs> or if there's some sort of finals update, or trade updates or rumors that we want to talk about. Um, I know that Dame has been rumored in a lot of trades. Tyler Hero, Ben Simmons, obviously. Ben and I don't even think I want to get into that today. So yeah. we'll probably talk about that another time. I thank you all for listening and hope you stay up to date with two brothers commenting about things. See you all soon. Bye-bye. Bye, everyone.